After further review, as this is one of Frank's favorite songs. Do not listen to him. <laughs> he is selling you snake oil. We don't sell snake oil, but we provide an entertaining and thought-provoking sports show on 88.3 WXUT. Saturdays from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. And sometimes we provide a life lesson. Ain't that right, Frank? Life lesson, my ass. Don't be a hater. And tune in to AFR Saturday mornings, 11 to 1 on WXUT. Fula. further review back at it a few weeks after having a couple more of our podcasts the weather is out there getting a little bit better and a little bit warmer and with that being said some of the restrictions restrictions are being lifted off i know that we'll be able to do some workouts now skilled workouts though not full scrimmages or anything like that so some normalcy is coming back to our lives it'll kind of be a new normal though so you have no contact but hopefully you know by the middle of the summer we can get back to really just playing the game that i love is basketball but right now we're in what we're in but we have frank vashner on the phone lines and he was working with dundee basketball with jordan Poland. but there was some big announcements during the week and frank vashner has his announcement that he needs to tell us and uh, frank what's your announcement well, I am pleased to announce that I will be joining Jordan on staff at Bedford High School, working as the director of basketball operations. He actually called when he called me and said that he was going to be going for the job. He, he said the only way he'd go for it is if he could have his guys go with him. And the fact that he considered me one of his guys really spoke volumes to me. And I said, you know what, I got I had, to go, I had to go with them, and, you know, I'm really, I'm just really excited to get things going in your country. I mean, what, tell you the truth, this was probably one of the hardest decisions I ever had to make because I really built up a lot at Dundee and gotten things going there. But, you know, I, that's a place that's always going to be special to me. It really helped me develop as a announcer and also... Well, get noticed by Friday Night Victors. I mean, if you, I mean, Derek, if you would have told me three and a half years ago that me just going to do public address there would blow up in this what it has today, I probably would have told you you were crazy. Really? And once again, Frank, you know, <laughs> congratulations on on the job and you going clo- getting closer to the border there from um, Bedford. Uh, like you said, we mentioned it on the we mentioned it on the show that you you were basically doing social media for the Dundee uh, Vikings boys basketball team, and the and the boys really, um, really got a liking to you. But you also what you did was you you, you kind of gave them a voice and and some some pub because obviously here in Toledo we have the big board Fridays, and you're doing mostly the local area. They do a little bit of Bedford, but no one really gets up in the that part of Michigan in the the Dundee Blissfield area because I mean it, it's it's a little far out of Toledo's demographic a little bit out of Monroe's demographic and you know out of Detroit's demographic so it's, un, it's kind of in its own, own world but you were able to shed light on some really talented young men yeah that's very true I mean not 
now that since I'm actually a lot closer to uh, Toledo, we're going to have a little bit more exposure on BCSN, some coverage mm-hmm. in the Toledo Blade. Mm-hmm. And so um, he'll do that, and I know I've had I've had several uh, Bedford alums reach out to me and be like, uh, you need to improve the social media presence. Uh, and there's there's someone trying to get me on the on the mic there for basketball. I mean, right? I'm not really worried about that right now. I mean, if the opp- if the opportunity arises for me, I'll definitely consider it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I mean, uh, I think I think of what Jordan said in the um, neural paper in the blade that he wants to bring stability there because I mean, ever since. Uh, Bill Ryan had to give up coach of the boys to coach the girls team because back there, then in Michigan, girls and boys played in separate seasons. Bedford's gone through four different boys coaches, and it's kind of been a, it's kind of been a mixed bag. I mean, they had Bill O'Ryan's the girls they, coach right now, right? Yeah, yes, he is. Yeah, I, we we, we I, went I against. We went the best in the state of Michigan. Yeah, we went against him. Opinion. We went against him uh, this this year at the at the corral up in Bedford. Uh, freshman and JV won, but varsity ended up losing. Yes, he is a, a very excellent coach. His daughter, I believe, played on the team too. Yeah, that would be uh, Grace Ryan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So and I mean, they've had, it's kind of been it's kind of a mixed bag with coaches since then. There was there's been some. <laughs> Down years and there's been years that kind of are around 500. I mean the Jack. There's a few years when Jackson Lamb was a star player there. They were really good. I think that was when Nick Lowe was coaching. And yeah, I'm Nick sure he's Lowe. a familiar name to a lot of people around the Toledo area. Mm-hmm. Dennis Hobson yeah. was there for a year. That, yes, he he uh, he he had a cup of coffee there was for one year and then. Uh, think he left to go to Lords and then no he, think, no no he didn't go to Lords he, he, no, he, oh, he, he a few he had a few years off before he got to Lords he hasn't been oh, in yeah, Bedford for a good three or four years yeah yeah I mean and there's a couple of Frank Shire stints and between and to me there was he only had like a couple of years where they put up put they were somewhat decent but uh, wasn't. But you know, we're hoping to get tradition built up there and kind of build it into a respectful program. Because I mean, being, being at Dundee, I mean, we had a lot of tradition there. Because Dundee's one one of the most district titles in Monroe County, and Bedford really doesn't have that tradition. I mean, outside from the Jackson Land era, and there's probably a year in the I want to say it was in. In the during the 1990s, where they were really good, but, but when you when you think about of basketball at Bedford, it's really the girl, it's really the girls team that's kind of that brand name, and we're definitely hoping to make the boys team into a brand name as well. Well, it's a it's it's known as a football school, really. Um, uh, it, it is. Uh, it, it's it, the Bedford usually football team has been pretty decent. Then Mike Vickers was Vickers was there, and then they had a coach before that. His name escapes me. Um, where they had some uh, Jeff Ford. Yeah, he, you know, they had some really good teams with him. So, uh, yeah. as far as I was growing up, Bedford um, was really known more for football, decent basketball. Now they did compete uh, when I was in high school, and not in a Michigan league, but actually in an Ohio league, which is now the defunct GLL, the Great Lakes League. So they would play the Whitmers and Finleys 
and Fremont Rosses back in the day. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, like I said, um, one of the, actually one of the the head JV coach over at St. Ursula actually is a, a Bedford alumni. So, um, but yeah, the, 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 the hopefully Jordan could do a really good job. And we know he's a graduate from there. Is that the reason why he kind of left because it was kind of like pulling on his heartstrings? I would say that was part, that was actually part of it. If, Cause he, I mean, he graduated from there in 2006 and you probably saw the, I don't know if you saw the news story on the uh, 1380C last night where uh, Joe Nugent did said that when he was in seventh, eighth and ninth grade, he went out for basketball and got cut all three times, finally gets in the program his sophomore year. And then by the time he's a senior, he ends up winning the team MVP. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, he's, he's always had a, a hunger for basketball. And I know that's where he began his coaching career. Oh, at Bedford? But he all, yeah. He, yeah. He started out helping, uh, I think it was Andy Francis as the working with the freshman team. And then he went to work at Blissfield with, uh, Good friend of mine, John Vandekave, mm-hmm. and then he then he went to Dundee to be an assistant under Doug Hanfrey, and then he got the Dundee job in uh, 2015. And so, but uh, he also he also told me that he wants to get a youth program going at Bedford as well, and he wants to get his uh, son in that program when once he's old enough. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I mean, that's because I think I think that. And for a school to have a success, to be successful at basketball, you really have to have a strong youth program. Get the get the kids run, and not just teaching them the fundamentals of the game, but also just kind of learning plays as well. I think the, the earlier you expose them to that, that by the time they get into high school, they know they know how to do the little things. They're going to become a little bit more fine tuned, and, and then you got a better chance at winning. Yeah, the programs like Bedford, yeah, you have to get the the, the youth development um, going if you want to really build a program. Um, hopefully for Jordan, and I, and I, you know I, I coach, so I've seen this. the The administration is fully behind him, and we've had these talks with Darren Cohn. I mean, if for one, you have to have the community behind you, but you also have the administration behind you. Obviously, he's a he's a Bedford guy, so hopefully <clears throat> they treat him really well. But, you know, there are some circumstances where guys come in, they have these great ideas, but if the administration is putting you third fiddle or, 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 or down the totem pole, it's going to be difficult to do that stuff, you know, especially with gym availability and stuff like that. If the AD comes in there and he gives him the job and he gives him the full reins on everything, I, you, you'll, you'll be successful. I mean, he, he was successful at Dundee, and it sounds like, you know, that was a great community and everyone backed them and, and the administration backed them. But sometimes <clears throat> I hate to say this and excuse me, but, but teams that always have, you know, consistent losing sometimes is not always the kids. And sometimes is not always the coach. And, and like I said, Bedford for a while has, it's been some lean years, uh, competitive teams. I've seen some players that have been pretty competitive. They've had some pretty decent players come out of there. But like I said, you know, sometimes I've seen with programs where, you know, and I, we and you have talked and Darren Cohn has talked, you know, I, I was actually part of a program kind of like that where, you know, the, the the program wasn't on the top of the lists, but yet you have all these good ideas to to push the program forward. But if it's falling on deaf ears, it's going to be tough. But, you know, it seems like, you know, they're excited to have him. 
it helps that he is a Bedford guy. So it looks like, you know, Bedford's heading in the right direction. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, I, I will admit that we are going to pretty much have to build this thing from the ground up. And because in terms of returning talent, we lost two pretty solid senior players in uh, Matt Kohler and Landon Lynx, who I, I've, I saw them play a couple of times and they were, they were good, but I mean, we've got some, we got some nice pieces returning, but I think it's going to be at least a few years before we're able to start contending for our district championships. And the other thing too, is the Southeastern conference red division, in my opinion, is one of the toughest conferences in division one and, least in southeast michigan because we're going to be going up against ann arbor huron which is then near the top of the heap in division one um you've got Celine, which has been solid as well it's got a lot of time. uh the other ann arbor schools are pretty solid as well pioneer and skyline mm-hmm. skyline and is really plus good we've also, and also we've got to go Bates. against yes it's Salani lincoln well you only got the, you only got two more years of him I know, but I mean, we're good. And plus, we also have Ypsilanti and is our SEC white crossover, and they're no, and they are no slouch either. They've had, they've always had some very solid teams there. So I mean, we're we're gonna, well, I'll admit to any Bedford fans listening, to this, we're gonna, there's gonna be times where we're taking our lumps, but you know what? We're looking to get this thing built up. We're gonna do everything we can to keep getting better every day. It's right. gonna take time. <laughs> Oh, but yeah. it'll be, but it, it'll it'll be there. But I I guarantee you're gonna see a team that's all that's gonna work hard, play with their best effort, and have a good attitude every time. And and, and, that's, and that's also sorry. That's another thing too with administration is time. You know, there there's some delusional you know administration out there that think okay we got the new guy in here and they want the the Burger King effect your way right away. Or the microwave effect where they just think you come in and you're supposed to be getting 15 to 18 win seasons right off the bat. And if you only get 8 to 9 or 8 to 10, oh, he's a failure. And next thing you know, you're on the clock and you're feeling the pressure. So, you know, hopefully there's a mix of things of, you know, letting him build up the youth program, getting excitement back in the basketball and uh, also um, giving him some time to let things build because it, it does take a little bit of time. Now, sometimes some coaches get lucky. Uh, a good class comes in unexpectedly, and, and that coach was right there to give light the fire up underneath those class, and they do pretty well. And then there's sometimes, you know, it's just a straight uh, dumpster fire, and you have to change the mentality and the culture, which can be it's pretty hard. I mean, the basketball skills part, if you're a really good coach, is, is the easy part. It starts to be the mental game. That's the that's the toughest. Um, but, yeah, like I said, I, I wish him the best of luck. Uh, I do know, I, I hate to say it, but <clears throat> it's a decent gym, but I, I think they need a new gym. Um, well, it's, fun, it's funny you say that because they are in the process of renovating that gym. Okay, yeah, they 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 need to. The court is small. I, it's very very small and 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 uh, old. And uh, they they had the they have the newer part in the back, but that's like a multi purpose gym, which is pretty nice. But other than that, um, like I said, it should be a good fit for Jordan. Oh yeah, 
Yeah, I mean, yeah, because he told me the gym's getting redone. We're going to have a, a new locker room. We're actually going to have a, a separate room to do film. Mm, okay. Film and opponents, and plus we're and plus the coach going to have a really nice coach's office, too. So well, at least we're going to have, have something to make it start a new era of uh, Bedford basketball with something nice to go along with it. And I know you mentioned incoming talent. I believe he told me he also told me that there's a one of the middle school teams. I don't remember offhand which one it was if it was the if it was uh, one of the red the red team or the white team that had a really good year. I think one of one of them went undefeated and there was another one that only lost a couple of games. Mm-hmm. Is but I mean I mean that's all, I mean honestly that's all well and good. But I mean that, once you once they get to high school, it's going to be a much different animal. Well, I, hope, I, mean, I just hope that those kids are just ready to come to work every day, hey, hey bring a max effort, bring a great attitude, dude, and just do what it takes to, as David the Man of God Harris likes to say, be better tomorrow. Uh, what is your exact role with the team? I'm pretty sure the kids will come and work hard every day. <clears throat> well. My role, my title of basketball operations, that that's basically condensing down a lot of roles in the one, so I don't have a couple hundred titles. I'll be in charge of get of of getting film on opponents. I mean, that may mean I have to go to games and film them just so we know what we're dealing with. Doing stats on the iPad during games, probably some social media stuff here and there. And so you'll be sitting on the also, bench. Yeah, I was actually kind of I was doing that at road ga- during uh, road games at Dundee last season. Okay, and I would just had the iPad to put stats in and all that. So uh, and plus, I there were several times where I went and got film on opponents, so we could definitely have just so we know what everyone's tendencies were. Or I mean, travel wise, it's going to be uh, a li- it's going to be a little bit different for me. Because I'm probably gonna have to go to games in in, in Ann Arbor and Ypsilanti. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I mean, I'm just glad that our our crossover is is Ypsilanti High, and we don't have somebody like uh, Pinkney or Jackson, which that's that's a long trek. Mm-hmm. But I mean, there's gonna there's gonna be years where that happens, right? Wow. And, and, <clears throat> and I mean, and plus, our our staff as a whole has got. We we've been together we've been together for a while so we're de- so I mean we've got at least there's chemistry there there to get things going and um, one our one assistant Ryan right now he joined us at Dundee last season he's a Bedford graduate he he played there as well well he's somebody who I'm I think is potential head coaching material down the road he really knows his stuff mm-hmm. and I mean we're and we're trying. We're trying to get uh, Travis Pant, who's been an assistant with us for a long time. I'm also Mark Hubbard, who is. I mean, Jordan considers him a mentor. He's, there's an article in the Monroe um, News about that. There's a link down on my Facebook page. But Hubbard is actually one. Of, is also one of my mentors because he was my gym teacher at Ida, and I. Mm-hmm. I've really learned a lot from him as well. And when I talked to him about this, I said, uh, 
it'd just make it that much sweeter if I could be on the same bench as you. <laughs> so, who does Dundee? What league is Dundee? They're, are they in the LCAA or something? Yes, yeah, the Lenawee County Athletics Association. And now you're going to the SEC, not not the the dollar sign EC, but the yeah. actual <laughs> SEC in Michigan. Yeah, the South the, the Southeastern Conference, the Red Division. Oh, okay. Well, at least yeah, at least you get a front row to Imani Bates, though. Yeah, well, we got We're gonna have to put up with them for a season. And, but you know, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be a learning it's gonna be a learning experience. Yeah, once we get the kick, gotta get the bugs worked out, get the kinks worked out, out, and there'll come a time where we are gonna win, where we're gonna win championships. Right. But you know, that's that's not that's not a given. So I mean, we get we get there. There, I want all I want all Bedford fans and players to make sure they enjoy the moment because you ne- you never know when you're gonna get back there again. Right, and not to mention with with how the corral is. If you get a lot of fans in there, it could be a really good home court advantage. Oh, I I know from experience. I've there was uh, back in uh, 2013, uh, Bedford was actually playing against Milan when uh, Milan was in Division One for a year. That was a um, uh, that was uh, Jackson Lamb's senior year. Uh, Milan that comes in with. Uh, uh, Latin Davis, Nick Perkins, and uh, CJ Turnage, and I had not, that was about as packed as I've seen that place. Mm, nice. But, yeah, I mean that the only thing was that Milan ended up winning that game, but that that Milan team was really good. And then of course the next year they go down to Division Two and they win the whole thing. Oh, okay, oh, okay. <clears throat> well, Frank, like I said, I, that's why we had the big the big news going on here. And uh, congratulations. You're getting a little bit closer to the Toledo border. And uh, now you're in Bedford. And we'll actually probably see you on uh, BCSN. Yeah. I mean, there's a, yeah, I'm not sure who we're going to play from Ohio yet. I know they played uh, – uh, I think they played uh, – I don't think they played Whitmer last year. They only played uh, – one of the one of the Sylvania schools, and they played Cardinal Stretch as well. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't really don't remember offhand who else, but yeah, there will be there'll be times when we're going to make at least one or two trips to the Buckeye State. I, I thought, <clears throat> well, yeah, I, well, now I think uh, what I've been told is with uh, the I don't, I don't know if it's computer points or something now. What even with basketball now. And it's not going to be beneficial, I guess, for them to be playing a lot of Ohio teams. So some are speculating that Bedford won't be playing as many Ohio teams anymore. But, but that's that's just uh, speculation. You're not going to do any announcing? Well, I'll still have I'll still have my announcing gig at uh, List Fields for baseball. Um, I might have a I might do some man some filling duty here and there. But I mean, if the need arises for me at Bedford. I'm I'm willing to step in if if Mark Garman needs me. Mm-hmm. He's their athletic director. I've and I've and I've worked with Mark before, or because of the umpiring at Bedford. So looking for more and really looking forward to getting things going in Mule Country. Oh, okay, nice. All right, Frank. Well, make sure you check him out, <clears throat> and he'll be with the Bedford Kicking Mules with Jordan. Bowling, congratulations to him. He's actually listened to the show, hasn't he? Uh, yeah. yeah he's actually. I think Jordan is even. We've gone live. He's actually. Yes, that, he's com- that is very he's, true. He's commenting on stuff. 
Now, have yeah. we had him on the show as a guest? I'm trying yes. to remember. Yes, we did that, a couple years ago. That's what I thought. Man, time does go by fast. Well, Frank, like I said, congratulations again. We'll take a quick break. You're listening to 88.3 WGTs. After further review, you can always uh, listen to us on SoundCloud or on iTunes. You know, we'll also post it up on AFR Sports Show on Twitter. Um, we put up the podcast right now. Obviously, we're not in the studios because of the, the pandemic. So uh, that, that that's pretty crazy. Uh, coming up next, you got time, Frank, to talk a little OSHA football expansion? No, uh, I do not. I'm just uh, rolling to Perrysburg right now. So I'll have to have to table that for unless I unless I call you back and then maybe we can talk about it on my drive back. Uh, okay, we'll see that. Well, we'll keep you cliffhanging here, but coming up next is more after further review and hopefully another future podcast. There's been an expansion of playoff teams in OSHA High, well, Ohio High School football, and uh, me and Frank are going to discuss it. Is this good or bad? You got to stay tuned for that. All right, Frank, uh, I'll talk to you later, man. All right, sounds good, Derek. Yep. Frank Vashner there on the phone lines. 88.3 WGTs. After further review, we'll be back after this. 